Hi, this is Jackie. And this is Tana. And you're listening to the Finding Love in the Chaos of Life podcast. This podcast dives into stories, both yours and ours, on finding peace and non-resistance with life's challenges and chaos. Let us inspire and support each other on our journey towards inner peace as we open our stories to the perspective of love. Let's dive in. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about beyond mindfulness. Mm. Mindfulness. <laughs> Such a thrown around word at the moment, I mm. think. Um, but yeah, let's talk about what mindfulness is. And mm. like how we say sometimes kindness isn't enough, mm-hmm. mindfulness sometimes isn't enough. Well, you know, we everyone I know... Mm is either doing at the moment a mindfulness course or has done one in the last decade. Mm. And we see so many mindful courses around or workshops and people talking and throwing this word around. And thank heavens for mindfulness is where Mm. I'm going to start. Thank heavens people are doing the workshop because it is the step before, um, well, for me, I see it as the step before getting to spiritedness, Mm. getting beyond your ego attachment or a dogma or exclusion because – more often than not, mindfulness is just an ego narrative attachment mm. um, where we can justify what we are doing. Beyond mindfulness is when we can actually use the mind. So it is the witness of your witness, and that is your spirit. And then you can actually use that mindfulness to go and explore whether the underlying belief that you're being mindful about, whether it's infused with love or not. Mm. That's the tricky. Yeah. Tricky thing for all of us. I think let's use it as an example. So you can have a fight with someone mm-hmm. and, you know, after that go and lie on your bed and have a look at how you acted in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you use mindfulness techniques to, to look at, yeah, how you're behaving. And you can realize, okay, I was being horrible mm-hmm. or I was, I said some nasty things and – you can sometimes use mindfulness to justify things, I think. Mm. Like use it and say like, well, they really hurt me and they um, they said nasty things to me so it made me feel angry and defensive and I'm allowed to feel those feelings and so my acting out was justified. You know, you, mm. I think we can often use it for that. But I think what we're talking about here beyond mindfulness is saying, okay, I didn't act in a way that I really would like to act in the future. Mm-hmm. I see why I did that. I have compassion for myself. Mm-hmm. I was angry. I was hurt and I was in some pain. But wait, what was my underlying belief there? How can I infuse that situation with love so that the next time I'm presented with that situation, I can have mindfulness in that exact moment mm-hmm. and possibly act differently? Well, I'm going to give an example of something that happened to me. So particularly when it comes to disagreeing with someone, I... I'm known for having very strong opinions <laughs> or being passionate about my opinions. And I once asked a friend of mine's daughter, because a friend had accused me of not having the capacity to listen to someone else's point of view or be flexible mm. uh, around um, a point of view. Now, I pride myself on on um, being able to accommodate any point of view, but 
because I'm so passionate about this work of be love, I will always be comfortable to express my opinion. Mm. I don't expect anyone else. I genuinely don't expect anyone else to agree with me. But this friend's daughter turned around and said to me, it's not, it's not. You can actually hold multiple perspectives all the time, Jackie. But once we've shared our thoughts and you then share yours with such passion about the work that you do, you make us question ours. And I was like, wow, okay. Mm. <laughs> but in the, in the aspect of being mindful, I started looking and thinking, well, what if I don't share my opinion anymore? What if I'm just silent? What's that going to then do? Because you can choose your response. So shortly after that, I got into um, a sticky situation and um, with my partner and we were fighting over something and I decided to say nothing and just watch. Watch what I wanted to say. Watch how I wanted to defend. And I decided I'm going to access the state of being love. Let this person fight with me. Well, what actually happened? And I've probably read this a million times in a million spiritual books, um, maybe just a different way of putting it. But the person argued the situation out all on their own. They kept talking from their point of view and they spoke and they spoke and kept fighting with me. And as Gandhi would say, no resistance. Mm. Peace will come with no resistance. And what happened was absolutely zero res resistance from me, watching my ego's desire, mm. watching my unkind thoughts, watching the words I wanted to spit back at this person. But what happened is they argued the whole thing out themselves and came to a point of peace, and the argument was over. There was nothing to apologize for. There was nothing to further to say. It was done. And it became irrelevant that we might have had different points of views. I don't even remember if we came to the same understanding or we had a different point of view. But this is really what Beyond Mindfulness is about, is in that moment I was being very mindful. Mm. I could release my unkind or negative thoughts. I could release my ego's judgments and attachments to wanting to fight back or believing that I had a different point of view to them and surrendered to the moment forgave myself for wanting a different experience, started celebrating the experience as a way to a more enlightened moment for myself, realizing I was getting beyond being mindful of the situation, I was surrendering to love. Mm. And in surrendering to love, all my negative thoughts, all my desire to fight, all of that went away. And what I would call spiritedness, maybe we can call it loveliness. <laughs> loveliness. Be lovely. No, but being at one with love in that moment was so powerful. It was so powerful because there was no ego attachment for me to my opinion or my dogmatic thoughts or my passionate thoughts. Mm. Um, and it's very powerful. It's very, very powerful. You actually gave the person you were having an argument with such a gift because you allowed them to process everything that they needed to, mm. you know, allow them, them that process of getting it out while having almost it sounds like a protective bubble around you where you didn't let their words or their energy almost penetrate you or, or you did but you didn't respond you had that space that pause in between well maybe maybe I was just gifting myself mm. the time to process it mm. um I actually saw something on TikTok the other day I can't remember what it was an inspirational speaker I'm sorry if I can't remember the quote but someone saying that in, in terms of not giving their power away mm. or my peace. I'm not giving my peace away. Mm. That's it. And my peace is too precious mm. to give away. 
And that's, I guess, what I was doing in that moment. I was just holding a space of peace for the situation, yes. Mm. Um, and, and going back to peace, knowing that peace is an internal thing, that I can achieve it. But by being mindful, I could get to back to my space of peace and then really truly access beyond mindfulness of, to, to the point where we surrender to love. We surrender to the moment. We surrender to the situation. Um, and there's so much compassion for oneself and compassion for the situation and compassion for the other that love starts to happen. Mm. It just happens. It is the miracle. Mm. It creates a new reality. Yeah. Nothing is worth sacrificing your peace. Nothing is worth sa sacrificing your peace. Yeah. And when we're not peaceful, it's on us anyway, because it's all our own in internal chaos. And if we choose to act out and we're going to bring war, we're going to bring yeah. war to the world. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, the, the ego is tricky. It, um, it's very tricky. And particularly with the word mindfulness, um, where we think because we've done a mindfulness course and we're being mindful that we're on it. As I say, thank heavens for these courses because it's an amazing step mm. to awareness. But we want to get beyond awareness to spiritedness. Mm. Um, so it's going from the act of being mindful to become aware of what's going on in your internal environment. Then in doing that, using analyzing your beliefs within that awareness and choosing then to infuse those beliefs with love and their situation with love. That's beautifully put, Tanner. Um, for those of you who might want a, a visual of this, you can go to my website, JackieBurnett.com, and go to the FAQs. And there I've got a diagram that was gifted to me via Universal Wisdom. And it's really a visual way to understand the spiritual path through the various forms, um, be it philo philosophical, theological, mystical, or psychological in terms of the teachers and teachings and practices. And if you look to the left of that, um, you know, when we just embody, we are what I call, we're awake. So when we know we embody in our awakened state. Mm. The next step is the mind, and, and that's where it goes to mindfulness, is the awareness the awareness that this is in my mind. And then when we go to the soul, which is our, our witness, we are then actually witnessing our relationship, our emotional relationship. What personality do we bring forth as a soul as a result of our mind and body? But when we go to our spirit, it is the witness of our witness. Mm. And that higher level of self, which is connected to everything on the outside, as you can see on that diagram, universal spirit, God, universe, enlightenment. When we find that moment of enlightenment, we truly get into that point of the element that is even above the witness of our witness, capital um, S, because the lowest S is the soul self, and the highest state is spirit with, um, as you can see on that diagram, with a, a capital S. But we're truly understanding all of the different elements of self. And when we can access that, then we can get beyond dog dogma and, and exclusion and invite in love mm. for the moment. And that's when we fully surrender and open to complete compassion. Because we can see our point of view, we can see the other point of view, and then we open up to many, many points of views. Mm. In that moment, but we don't respond or need to defend or attack 
or justify or judge. And that's always so powerful for me when I can see that because because the, the peace and joy that I feel is just so extreme. Mm. You know, I'm like, <laughs> wow, I'm so happy right now. Mm. I have actually let go. And then you get beyond the ego attachment because it's not about being right or wrong. It's just I am at one with peace. I'm at one with love. Mm. Um, and no matter what's going on for the other person um, or the situation, I'm no lo- longer looking at it from the point of view of judgment. So I'm not acting from just a kind state in that moment. I'm acting, I'm, well, I'm, I'm being at one with love. Mm. It's a state of being. Mm. You're bringing that into your body, mind, soul. Mm. <laughs> so how I'd like to ask anyone listening, how do you use mindfulness in your everyday life and do you use it as a tool to analyze your beliefs and infuse the rest of your day and your life and your situation with love? Mm. I'd also like it if people could share stories, which would be amazing, and maybe we can get someone on the show who wants to talk about that moment where they could identify the power of the use of mindfulness to get to spiritedness mm. and how it might have changed something significant in their lives. Yeah. And, you know, we've if we, listen, if we think of all the guests we've had on the show before, before Tanner, at that moment of their transition with whatever conversation they were having, that's really what was happening is bringing the awareness, that first step, um, to the mind and then allowing themselves to surrender mm-hmm. by knowing the soul's relationship with it. And in that full surrender, they could access their spirit and bring about a significant change. Um, but yeah, you have any questions for us on mindfulness? <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. And more importantly, if you have questions for us on what it means to be beyond mindfulness. Thanks for listening to this episode of Finding Love in the Chaos of Life. If you have any questions about today's discussion or would like to come on the show to share your questions or success stories, contact us on Instagram or Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help spread the Dare to Be Love message, leave us a review or share with a friend. Take the first step towards finding inner peace by meeting your spirit. To find out more, visit JackieBurnett.com. See you soon! Hi, Jackie and Tana here. This podcast is intended to inspire, support, and educate you as you journey through the chaos of life towards inner peace. We do not offer any professional health or medical advice as we are not healthcare practitioners. If you are suffering from a clinical condition, mental or physical, please seek help from a certified health professional. This podcast is a Sophie Blue Press production.